0: Chapter 5. The Tantrum. Henry, Jesse, Violet, Benny, and Sue Lee were coming out of the hardware store the next morning with more paint and supplies for the boxcar. When a voice said, hush, Becky, if you're good, I'll ask these nice children to tell you about their boxcar. Remember, you saw their picture in the newspaper this morning. The Aldens turned to see a young woman holding the hand of a little girl with golden curls and blue eyes. The little girl was wearing a pink dress with a big white sash, lacy pink tights, and white shoes with silver buckles. She was wearing a pink coat that exactly matched her dress. Oh, how pretty you look, exclaimed Violet, just like a picture in a magazine. Say thank you, Becky, said the young woman. Becky pushed out her lip and pouted. This is Becky Jennings, and I'm her babysitter, Martha. We saw your picture in the newspaper with the article about the parade, Martha went on. It was a very nice picture, wasn't it, Becky? Becky still didn't say anything. Well, thank you, said Henry. Becky liked your box car, didn't you, Becky? Suddenly, Becky's face turned very red. Her eyes screwed shut and then she began to scream. I want it, she screamed. Mine, mine, mine. My boxcar. I want the boxcar. Mine. Give it to me. Everyone was so shocked they didn't know what to do. Becky jerked her hand out of her babysitter's hand. Then she flung herself down on the ground and began to kick her heels and pound her fists into the dirt. Mine! She wailed. (coughs) Suddenly, she didn't look like a picture in a magazine anymore. Martha's cheeks burned with embarrassment. She bent over and picked Becky up. Stop that, she pleaded. Becky screamed louder. Martha turned and began to carry the screaming child away. I'm sorry about this, she called over her shoulder to the Aldens. It was nice meeting you. As she left, the Aldens heard her say, Becky, stop screaming. Your father will buy you a nice new playhouse of your very own. You don't need the box car. He'll 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 buy you your own boxcar for a playhouse. You know he will. The two disappeared around the corner as the Aldens watched the two women were standing nearby and had seen the whole thing. They shook their heads in disapproval, and a short man in a plaid jacket just stared after Becky and her babysitter. One of the women sniffed loudly. "'Well,' she said, "'Mr. Harold Jennings may be one of the richest men in Greenfield, but all that money in that fancy house on Mansion Road hasn't given his daughter good manners.' The two women walked away. Jessie said, "'What a spoiled girl!' "'I'm glad she's not my sister,' said Benny. "'Or my cousin,' said Sully, Still shaking their heads in amazement, the Aldens hurried home. they just reached the hill near their house when Henry stopped and pointed. "'Look!' he said. Down the hill, at the bottom of the hill, stood Susie. She was wearing her harness, but she wasn't pulling the wagon. She kept shaking her head and snorting as if she were upset. "'What happened to Sam? Where's his wagon?' said Violet in a worried voice. Then her eyes widened. Oh no, she exclaimed. The others gasped. They'd seen it too. Sam's wagon had crashed against a tree at the bottom of the hill. It was in what seemed like millions of pieces. One of the wheels lay in the road. Ice cream was melting on the sidewalk. Just then Sam came out into the road from the bushes where he had gone to pick up another wheel. He looked up and saw the Aldens and waved. They hurried to the bottom of the hill. "'Sam, what happened?' asked Jessie. Sam shook his head. I, "'I'm not sure. We were just going up the hill when somehow the wagon got loose and slid right back down. I've never seen anything like it. I'm lucky I wasn't in it and that Susie wasn't hurt.' "'Can you fix it?' asked Henry." Again, Sam shook his head. "'Don't know if I can,' he said, "'but I'm sure gonna try.' He looked sadly around at the pieces of his wagon and at the melting ice cream. I'm trying to gather up as much stuff as I can to take home. Then I'll come back with my truck to get the rest. We'll help you, said Henry. Of course, said Jessie. The children helped Sam gather up some of his belongings while he tied a few of the bigger items from the wagon to Susie's back. Then, holding Susie's bridle, Sam led the way to his home. They put everything in the red barn behind Sam's house. After I get Susie out of the harness and settled into her stall in the barn here, I'll go get the rest of the wagon pieces, said Sam. I appreciate your help. Don't worry, Sam. You'll be able to fix your wagon, said Sulee. Maybe, said Sam. But he didn't sound as if he believed it. The last thing the children saw as they left was Sam standing in front of the barn, holding the wheel of the wagon and shaking his head sadly. Time for me to go, said Sully late that afternoon, she sighed. I wish I could have finished. We didn't expect to finish today, Sully said Henry. Don't worry. We're almost done and we've got plenty of time before the parade. I'll see you tomorrow, said Sully. She got on her bicycle and pedaled away. The Aldens began putting away the paint and washing the paintbrushes. Watch, who'd been sleeping inside the boxcar under the table, came to the door and barked. He was hoping that now it was time to play. Benny picked up a stick. Here, boy, catch. Watch jumped out of the boxcar, and he and Benny began to play a game of catch the stick. What a smart little dog, said a man's voice. Jessie was so startled that she jumped. jump. Bat, who are you, she blurted out to the short, slight man who was standing there. He had on a plaid jacket and brown pants and had three... thin strands of brown hair combed over a bald spot at the top of his head his nose was long and red at the end watch heard how surprised jesse sounded and stopped playing catch with benny he ran over to stand beside jesse he lowered his head and growled at the man good dog nice dog said the man uh i'm sorry if i scared you my name is ralph ralph winters i uh ralph stopped and looked at watch nervously he's not gonna bite me is he no said Jessie. then she added honestly at least i don't think he is watch stopped growling but he still watched mr winters carefully just then henry and violet came out of the boxcar Jessie introduced them to mr winters still glancing at watch mr winters nodded i'm glad to meet you all i wondered if you could help me he said we will if we can said violet it's about your boxcar said mr winters i saw the article in the paper and i want to buy it Oh no, Benny cried. Did Mr. Chessie send you? Now it was Mr. Winters' turn to be surprised. Mr. Chessie? Who is Mr. Chessie? he asked. I represent Senator Teacher. She is running for office and she wants to use your boxcar as part of her campaign. Mr. Winters threw out his arms as if he were making a wonderful announcement. The four children stared at him in disbelief. Henry finally said, our car is not for sale. Oh, "'But wait until I tell you about it,' said Mr. Winters eagerly. "'She's conducting an old-fashioned whistle-stop tour. "'That means that she's going to ride the train from town to town "'and make speeches from the back of the last car on the train, "'just like President Harry Truman did in 1948. "'The car will be specially designed with a platform attached to the back "'for her to stand on. "'Your boxcar would be perfect, with a little redesigning, of course.' "'Mr. Winters rubbed his hands together.' He licked his lips. His eyes shifted nervously from side to side. What do you think, he asked. Are you going to help, Senator Teacher? I'm sorry, said Henry firmly. We'd like to help, but the box cart isn't for sale at any price. Please just think about it, cried Mr. Winters. Here's my business card at the Senator's office in Greenfield. Like I said, think about it and give me a call. We have thought about it, said Benny. "Lots." "'And we've said no lots, too.' "'Thank you for your offer,' said Jessie firmly. "'Goodbye.' Suddenly, Mr. Winters looked angry. "'It's very selfish of you not to want to help,' he said, "'as he turned around and stomped away. "'Good grief,' said Jessie. "'Can you believe it?' "'He was not a nice man,' said Benny. "'He was mean. "'I didn't like him, and Watch didn't like him. "'We're glad he went away.' "'At that, Jessie had to laugh. "'We are too, Benny. "'Now let's get ready for dinner.' We have a lot more work to do tomorrow on our boxcar. It rained the next morning, but in the afternoon, the Aldens got back to work. The first coat of paint had dried, and it was time to put on the second coat. After they gave the boxcar its second coat of paint, they would have to paint the trim. The floor needed sanding, and the metal parts needed polishing. Meanwhile, Mrs. McGregor was planning the special Founder's Day dinner. The Aldens were going to be in the parade in the morning on Founder's Day. Then they were going to come home and have their special dinner that afternoon. For several days, the Aldens worked hard on their boxcar. They began to worry that it wouldn't be finished in time for the parade. But they did. At last, the wood of the boxcar was smooth from sanding and shiny with new paint. All the rusty metal hinges and lashes had been polished until they shone. The wheels had been oiled so that they turned smoothly, and the spokes of the wheels had been painted too. It was hard work. "'but the Aldens loved seeing the boxcar look so shiny and new. "'They were very proud of it.' "'I knew we would finish with plenty of time for the parade,' said Henry, smiling. "'Violet clasped her hands together. "'It looks wonderful.' "'Let's get Grandfather,' said Jessie. "'She and Henry went to get Grandfather Alden. "'When they came out, they all stood in front of the boxcar except watch. "'He sat proudly inside, his ears up and his tail wagging.' He seemed to know how special the boxcar looked. You've done a wonderful job, said Grandfather. You'll be the stars of the parade. Our boxcar will, said Henry. Everyone was very pleased. It would be good, however, to take a few days off from working on the boxcar before it was time for the parade. Benny gave the boxcar a pat as he left. See you tomorrow, old boxcar, he said. Then he followed his brother and sisters and grandfather into the house for dinner.